I am so excited to welcome back Tracy Pleshcourt. I am getting power coached again. This will be session number two. And we dove into some of my like overwhelming feelings around the summer and August and how I felt like I needed to put my business on life support. And so I got coached through that. But I think the cool thing about going through coaching with somebody else who can like give it back to us who can see what we can't see as a couple weeks later, I'm not in that spot anymore. My kids are at school and I have a different thing that I want to tackle today, which Tracy and I are going to dive into. But before I do, hello, Tracy. Hi, it's so good to see you, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for taking time today to do this with me. And do you have any thoughts before we kind of dive into our topic today? I do. I, when I heard you say, you know, now I'm in yet another season of life. And at that point in time where we met last time, you were like, oh my gosh, I have to put my business on life support, which sounds super dramatic, right? Of course, that's going to conjure up some very intense feelings, which will have us showing up in a way, creating results that we probably won't like. And so my job as a life coach is to shine a light to really heighten your awareness around how that thinking is making you feel. The problem, hear me when I say this, the problem is how you are feeling because that is what has you showing up, behaving in such a way, creating results that you don't like. The real problem is the way you're feeling. It's not the circumstance. So last time you had this very dramatic thought, I have to put my business on life support. And that made you feel panicked, like a little bit, um, it, it brought some urgency, right? And it was really unnecessary suffering ultimately. And so we worked around that. And it's in the workaround is really making you aware of how that belief that sneaky little thought is making you feel something. So the real problem was not the circumstance of, you know, the summer. The real problem was the way you were feeling. And so we had to solve that. And we don't try to solve a circumstance of, you know, a season of life or a particular day or a month of the year. We're not trying to solve things that are outside of our control. We're trying to solve something that is within our control, which was how you were feeling. You were feeling panicked. And so we solved that. And I'm just curious now in retrospect, like from that session to today, like what did you learn from that? You told me, I think just prior to the starting you told me you had some ahas. And so I'm super curious because this is where the real value is, you guys. Like in the moment, you can solve that problem of the feeling, but let's 10X the value. Let's look back and go, what did I learn from that? So I'm so curious to hear, what did you learn from that? I think it's so interesting when you have a conversation out loud and especially when you have a conversation out loud with an expert. Because this can happen amongst friends too, but I just think it's like so much quicker and to the point when it's with somebody like yourself who like deals with this. 
But to hear you tell me my words back, <laughs> to tell me I'm being dramatic, and I know you're not saying it like in a offensive way. It's a, those are dramatic words you're using, succumb and dramatic. And, and to hear that come back at me was was it was an aha. It was a, yeah, that is. And this isn't my first summer I've dealt with this. I've heard myself say it uh, really over the last two to three summers. And I always come back to like, I know that when school starts, I have a whole different vibe and feeling. So why do I have to put myself through those stressed feelings when I even know the end result? And I think that again, like just hearing you talk through it, was I just needed it. I needed to be like, these are wise, wise, unemotional words. And I need to take a little bit of the emotion out of it and just put it all back down on paper that this is, that's, I actually left our session and rejournaled and just like told myself what is facts and what is emotions. So that was, that was really helpful. Yeah. So separating the circumstance or the facts from the thoughts and the feelings. That is such a great exercise for anybody to do, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what your thoughts are, no matter what your feelings are, really look at how do I separate those? Can I separate those? Do Often when I ask my client, how are you feeling? Or what are you thinking? They'll either, if I say, what are you thinking? They give me a whole lot of feelings. And if I say, what are you feeling? They give me a whole lot of thoughts. And they almost always cannot separate the thoughts and the feelings from the circumstance. They think the thoughts and the feelings are the circumstance and they aren't. And that's what you proved to be true for yourself when you got off the call and you separated your thoughts and feelings from the circumstance of the summer, right? So great work. If you haven't listened to that um, session, I for all of your listeners, I highly recommend doing that. And this will obviously make a lot more sense too. Well, Tracy, I jumped on your podcast too and saw that you had put it up. So feel free to tell our listeners where to find your podcasts. Yeah, my podcast is called Secrets of the Self-Made. And so I like to interview my clients, um, the people who have become self-made through recognizing the responsibility that they have in their unintentional and intentional results. That's such a power move right there. When you are willing to take responsibility for it all, you retain the power. So that's what I think it means to be self-made. So all of my clients are in this constant movement of becoming more self-made. So I interview (coughs) all of my clients. So you can hear them in that podcast, but you can also hear me coaching other coaches, which I think is so fascinating and such a testament to the fact that we all need coaching. We all get so wrapped up in our thoughts and our emotions. We're so close to it that it's hard. It's very hard to be able to separate those from the circumstance. And so I think it's really powerful to hear other coaches and recognizing that even the professionals Even the professionals have thoughts that make them feel something. And often those are unintentional. And then to see how they work through it, it it really humanizes this methodology, the process that I call the mind math. We're human. We're meant to have that 
method, that experience every single day, like almost 6,000 times a day. Like it's so important that you recognize nothing has gone wrong because you're feeling something. Nothing Mm. has gone wrong. We're supposed to feel it all. What we're not supposed to be doing is reacting from those feelings and creating unwanted results. So you got to start with awareness, awareness of the results that you are creating for yourself, awareness of the thoughts that you're unintentionally having and awareness of how you're feeling only because you're having those unintentional thoughts. So that's what I mean when I say let's humanize it. And so you were a perfect example of not only what it means to be self-made, but a coach who has thoughts, right? Yes. And let's throw one more example everyone's way because I jumped on with Tracy and I'm upstairs in a different place because my daughter has COVID today. So my husband had to come home from work and everyone's on internet. Internet wasn't working. So I'm taking Tracy downstairs to another bedroom with me and telling her my, and I'm like laughing through, these are my circumstances today. Here I'm like, school's back in session and I'm right back to like lockdown because of COVID. And you had beautiful words here as well. So go into that. Yeah. So I just thought it was so interesting. Like, again, my job as a life coach is to shine a light on your thoughts, whether they're unintentional or intentional. And it was awesome because Lindsay said, and my daughter has COVID. So school's getting ready to start or has already started. Right. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, my daughter has COVID. And she goes, expect the unexpected, right? And then she just giggled and we moved on. And it's like, yeah. And I wanted her to see how that thought, that belief that she's holding on to, that she's kind of rallying around, made her feel, expect the unexpected. I know it made her feel very lighthearted just kind of playful because she giggled after she said it. And that is worth the time of recognizing, of being aware. Because if she was rallying behind a thought like, why is this happening to me? This shouldn't be happening. Think about how that would make you feel. That would make you feel very victimized. Like it, you know, like you were in an unfair situation, which for sure, is going to have you showing up differently. You would be behaving differently than you are right now because you're feeling a little bit like playful, a little bit curious, a little bit like, you know, it is what it is, right? Like just notice. And so I like to show my clients, even when the unintentional thoughts are working for them, I want them to see that. Because they can see how, they can see the contrast. When there's not anything real dramatic happening, you're way more likely to be able to see the contrast. And I really feel strongly that that's important. That's part of the learning process. And so I just really wanted to shine a light. You know, I, I think obviously give you credit for the way that your unintentional brain operates. It definitely skews optimistic And I wanted you to see that, but it's really a great opportunity for you to see the contrast. 
Yeah, thank you. And that goes back to the insight building, right? And I think it always goes back to when something comes a little easier to us, we don't give it credit. Mm -hmm. So for you to point that out and be like, that was a positive. It's like, oh, okay, I'll take that win, you know, (laughs) but I wouldn't have called it that on my own. Yeah, yeah. And, and that doesn't mean in the next five minutes, you aren't going to have a thought about your daughter having COVID that makes you feel something a little unwanted. And that's okay too. You you can feel all of it. Nothing has gone wrong because you're feeling sad or scared. But if you don't want to be feeling like that, you also know that you have this other belief that makes you feel something different. And there is no shame in operating from that belief because you know that that belief creates something different for you. It creates a different feeling. And ultimately, the problem is not her having COVID. The problem legitimately is how you're feeling about it because you will behave from those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yes. So moving forward to Tracy and I were, we're talking business and I'm getting power coached, but I want everyone's brains to kind of take it where you would take it with your own thing. Because one of our kind of topics that we're going to hit today is you don't know what you don't know. And I think that that's really hard. For me, I come at this area from a, you know, as a healthcare professional, I did not get marketing and advertising sales type education in college. I literally didn't set foot on the business quad. So that is an area for me. I'm forever trying to learn. But again, I'm sure there's so many areas that I just, I don't even know to ask the right question. And I can see that within people with health and fitness too, like fighting this uphill battle because they didn't know that they had insulin resistance or they didn't know that they had a vitamin deficiency that was holding them back. Or there's these things that until you sit across with somebody who's in that expert chair, has the expert hat on where it's kind of easy to them to be like, well, this, this is what you're missing, or this is where we need to investigate. And this is what drew me to Tracy in the first place, because her background is advertising. That's what she grew up. And so to like, think that something could come easier to her, I'm like, I need you. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I feel like, do you want kind of my area that I always hit a brick wall against? Would that be like, well, I start. already know what it is. Okay. <laughs> you do. Okay. So what do you think when you, you just said everybody out there can probably relate to not knowing what they don't know, right? You, and you said, that's where I hit my brick wall, right? Yeah. Okay. How does, can you put an emotion to that? Hitting a brick wall? Um, yeah, probably like frustration because there's time and energy spent and then maybe results aren't matching. There's not like the the ROI, the return on investment of yeah. where I feel like I put my time. Okay. So I'm going to blow your mind right here. Everybody listen up. <laughs> so what Lindsay is thinking is that we're going to solve the problem of creating awareness or creating knowing of what she doesn't know. She thinks that that's the problem. She thinks the circumstance of her not having marketing experience, 
um, advertising experience. She thinks that's the problem, right? You think yes. that that's the problem, right? I think that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm and sure you you're going to tell differently. <laughs> you said you're feeling frustrated. That's really yes. the problem. Because when you're feeling frustrated, you you like demonstrated this beautifully. So everybody who's listening to this, all you got to do is um, hit rewind on this podcast. And what Lindsay did So the way she showed up, she told me, you don't know what you don't know. That's why I hired Tracy, or that's why Tracy and I are sitting here talking. You don't know what you don't know. And then that thought makes her feel frustrated. And then she goes back and looks for evidence. She starts creating a list of evidence as if she was in the courtroom trying to plead her case. I don't know this. I don't know this. I don't know this right? Same, same exact thing that somebody would do in maybe a health situation. I didn't know that I had gut health issues and that was what was keeping me from losing weight. I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know, right? So they're speculating. They're going back and they're like, because remember that one time when I didn't know that, that was the reason why I wasn't losing weight. They're going back and looking for evidence. They're trying to build up this case, right? But the real problem is not that you don't have the marketing experience. The real problem is that you're operating from a place of frustration. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I know because when I'm getting coached and I'm feeling frustrated, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know this, but yet I'm human. And I still experience the feelings that keep me from doing the things, creating the results that I want, because I'm so convicted in the fact that the circumstance is the problem, not the fact that I'm feeling frustrated. It is the frustration that is ultimately the problem. And what is causing you to be frustrated? Think about the mind math. You, the F line for anybody, if you guys haven't, yep, there you go. So the F line is frustration. What's causing the frustration? What's driving that? What's above it? Um, okay. So which is my thought, right? Yes. Which is what? Which is that I don't have the right experience and or education and marketing or advertising to mm-hmm. succeed. Yeah. And we could like peel back the onion and get to the root thought. Ultimately, what she said was, you don't know what you don't know, which insinuates I'm I'm missing something, right? I might be missing yes. a whole bunch of things. There's, there's all these things on my resume that I don't have and that I, you know, that I must need, right? Yeah. That's what's really creating the frustration. Yeah. Which then, I like that. So now on the, the next line is R, which stands for reacting. How are you reacting to that? So she beautifully displayed this because she was like, she started telling us, like, I don't have this skill set. I don't have that skill set. Right. What else? When you're feeling frustrated and thinking that I don't know what I don't know, how else do you show up? What other kind of reactions do you have? I do think one of my reactions is seeking, like I'm seeking help because I 
because I feel like I'm missing it, I need to be asking for help right now. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing that. All of those reactions, they are kind of up for debate on whether or not they're actually working for you. Now, I wholeheartedly believe that leaning into your own ingenuity will always far outweigh leaning into somebody else's expertise. Ingenuity over expertise, 100% of the time. You absolutely, you are running a business. You are running a business that serves a unique clientele that any expert that you brought in would not have that kind of um, touch points. They wouldn't have the understanding of that woman that you are actually serving in the intimate way that you do. Your ingenuity is going to far and away out, out produce an expert's opinion at this point. I promise you that because, and here's how I think about that. I'm a life coach. Yes, I absolutely, I know that I'm adding value right now. And I would argue that you seeking out help or resources definitely is beneficial to you. Um, And I do think that that actually, that reaction actually came from another thought, not the thought you don't know what you don't know, but (laughs) or the feeling of frustration. It came from a different feeling. But I also want to just share with you that I have no like dietary expertise. I mean, the only expertise I bring to the table in my business, and we are a health and wellness company, we teach people how to lose weight and we teach it from a metabolic standpoint. So it is really, really um, intricate when it comes to monitoring your blood glucose, your ketones, the foods that you're eating. I didn't go to school for that. I just, I figured it out. I was willing to lean into my own ingenuity. I, I lean, kind of leaned into what worked for me, what didn't work for me. And I constantly challenged myself to do that. But I will tell you that those behaviors come from a belief of that. I will figure this out. Mm-hmm. The best way for me to create the results that I want is through my own ingenuity. Now, when I'm operating from that belief, that belief makes me feel really confident. It doesn't mean that I don't then collaborate with other experts because I do all the time, all the time, but I'm not doing it from a place of like defeat or lack. I'm doing it from a place of confidence. The real problem is the frustration that you're feeling, not the fact that you are missing some component of expertise. So let me ask you this, because does that ultimately mean that I'm holding myself back somewhere that I'm unaware of because of that frustration? Like, 
as I'm listening to you talk, I'm going, I can see, I can see how other people do this. I'm trying to summarize this in a really good way. Um, yeah, try to give an analogy that your clients can relate to. I know what the same thing if you don't know what you don't know. Oh, I might have to come back to this in another session so I can actually do it justice because I don't want to just talk to yeah. talk. So yeah. thank you. Let's go back to my initial question to you, though, of do you feel like this is like our listeners need to hear I'm holding myself back. You know what I mean? Like, I think that we all have these limiting beliefs or whatnot. And is this like part of a limiting belief for me that I don't know? Okay. Yeah. So I just want to show you using the mind map. I just want to show you what this looks like. Okay. So, and then for, again, for your listeners, they can get this um, formula by going to my website right at the very top. It says, um, download the PDF of the mind math. So if they want to solve their own mind math, it's an easy way to do it. But um, I don't know. What I don't know. And this is about your business, but this could also be around your health. It could really I think this is a very common, very sneaky thought. Because it looks very innocent, right? It almost insinuates that I just, there's just something else out there that I just need to go find, okay? But if it's making you feel frustrated, it's not innocent, right? And so that's why the awareness of what this thought is actually creating for us is gold. So you have the thought, I don't know what I don't know, which makes you feel frustrated, Now, that frustration creates reaction, and it happens really fast. It takes the prompting when you're doing your self-coaching, or if you're working with a coach, it takes prompting to be able to heighten our awareness around how are we actually showing up? How You got to get honest with yourself. Like, so you were looking... For evidence. Well, I'm kind of, I'm missing some of the marketing. I'm missing Trace. And you start comparing, you'll start to look at other businesses and start to compare yourself. Well, you know, she has an advertising background. Okay. I don't, I need that. Right. And so that's a negative self-talk spin. See how easy it is to fall into that, like that negative self-talk. I mean, it just happens and we have no awareness of it, but it's happening. What else did you say? Um, okay, so, you, so well, you so were you saying don't, just that. You don't rely on your own ingenuity, right? When you're feeling frustrated. I'm not saying you don't ever do this. Okay. What else? I I feel like I need to say this for our listeners listening, because sometimes like when you're the one being coached, I want to explain things. And I'm sure other people are like this too, like to hear 
frustrated. And then I want to be like, well, I'm not that frustrated. I'm just like, I know there's this other step that I need to take that I'm not taking yet. And, and then to like pull myself out of being me and just listening to me being coached, it's easy to be like, we're just tackling a, it, it, like frustrated as a feeling and I named it, but I don't know why I want to like defend it too. Do you ever bump up against that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because <clears throat> when we think that, you know, we're doing something wrong, but yet it's like, well, wait a second. <laughs> like I actually am seeking advice to not feel this way. Like we start to like, you start to look for evidence and this, I mean, this gets really meta, you guys. So, and we start to defend it. It's just yeah. another reaction and nothing, nothing is inherently wrong with what is playing out right here. So I can add that, <laughs> defend the thought and feeling. Still, there's nothing wrong with any of this. What happens is once we build this out, we realize what we didn't know was that it was the feeling that's that's creating the result of, I'm guessing you're going to say, like, feeling stuck, feeling like I'm maybe not making the kind of progress that I could be making if I did know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Cause it feels like if you do know, then this wouldn't be the stuck point, right? Like I mm -hmm. feel like I can serve my clients. I can feel so confident in my actual business and my relationships, but mm -hmm. if I can never reach my niche and that I know that's a limiting belief. I can never, I can hear it coming from my mouth. I'll never reach my niche other than like my close network of people. Yeah. That that is my, yes, that is my yeah. frustration. Yeah. And so again, like that's just more negative self-talk and there is not a problem with any of this. That negative self-talk is still stemming from the frustration. And so this whole exercise is meant to just shine a light just to make you aware of what that frustration is actually creating. Or let's say it differently, how the result that you're experiencing is actually coming from a feeling, not a circumstance. Okay. So, or so I feel like... Yes. Like, I feel like listeners would be saying this too. Okay. We hear you. We understand. And I feel like this happens when I listen to my psychologist that I love too, but like, then what's the plan? You know, like what's that? We always want to jump to give me ABC. And I know people do that with me with meal plans or whatever, like just hand it to me. What's the plan? And yes. would you be saying there isn't necessarily like a plan? It's your plan. It's so individualized. No, I would tell you, because I do know, I mean, it's very normal for your brain to go, okay, so great. I'll, I'll, I'll believe this. You've got me on this, but what do I do so that I'm not feeling frustrated? If frustration is really the problem, tell me how I stop feeling frustrated. I mm -hmm. think that's your question, right? Mm -hmm. so, okay. And the ABC using your words, the ABC is the A is awareness of what is actually creating this feeling of being stuck belief, the B, the belief is actually your feelings are coming from a thought. 
I really need you and your listeners to accept that as the truth. The feeling is coming from the thought, not the circumstance. And then the C (laughs) is recognizing you have a choice. Do you want to continue to think that thought and feel that feeling and then show up looking for evidence, defending the thought and the feeling, having this negative self-talk, not relying on your own ingenuity? You have a choice. That's the C. You have a choice. What is the choice that you want to make? Do you want to continue to create this or do you want to create something else? Thank you. Yeah. So the choice, so, I'm, I'm guessing the choice you'd make is I want something else. Okay. Yes. So how do you think you come to know what it is that you need to know? And that's such an interesting question. Cause I feel like the path that has led me to everything I've done, whether that was writing my book, or starting a podcast, I've always been able to research, to YouTube videos, to process it. I don't care how long it takes, but like I've been able to kind of figure out the process. And then Mm -hmm. at some point I have a completed thing, a book, a podcast, a, you know, I have a membership and for whatever reason, I don't feel like my typical process is getting me there with expanding my ability to reach my niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make yeah. Sense? And I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I mean, like I do, I also think it's a process and it's a process of trial and error. And one day something works and the next day it doesn't work. And then the next day something completely new works. And it's like you, but you have to be willing to go through the process and recognize that it's a process. So just so you know, even somebody who has a marketing and advertising background, it's a trial and error process. And it changes, I would say, by the day. What works one day may not work the next day. There's such a fast evolving like audience. There's such fast evolving platforms. There's such, you know, I mean, everything is constantly evolving that it takes me Believing the thought that it is an evolving process and I'm in it, I'm in it and trusting that I will figure it out just like I always have. Okay. Yes, How to does- thank you. This brought up the whole, like when we were, I was trying to think of this earlier, uh, example relating to my clients. I think they can feel that through. I'm working at something and then like there's this promised diet that pops up that's going to work for them or we feel mm-hmm. like it's going to work. And that's how I feel about the the marketing and the advertising. Like I can hear another podcast or coach talk about how they get clients, how they reach their niche. So it's promised. And then you're like, well, it's not working for me or I must I should go pay them. And that's how I feel about people with diets. It's like they're trying something and they're working their way through their own process, but then something else is faster, glitzier, glamier, glam, more glamorous. Mm-hmm. And yep. we reach for it because right. we're not it's, to your point, we're you're not settled in our own. Cool. It's of like our it's process. it is absolutely a shiny object syndrome. Hundred percent. It works with <laughs> shiny objects, works to distract us with diets. It absolutely works to distract us with marketing, with building businesses, 100% of the time. And the object that you should be focused on 
is what you're thinking and how that thought's making you feel. You were thinking without awareness, you were thinking, I don't know what I don't know. Sounds innocent. It's not innocent because it's making you feel frustrated, which then has you showing up this way in a loop, stuck thinking, I don't know what I don't know. You just had the accession that created awareness. You now know it's not the business is not the problem. The lack of marketing or advertising experience is not the problem. The problem is the fact that you're feeling frustrated because you're believing that thought. If you believed the thought, I'll figure this out, just like I've figured everything else out. And it's actually just an evolving process. I like it. I'm writing it. How does that make you feel? I know. Yes. If if you ask me next time we meet, what's my takeaway? I'll figure this out. Like to walk away empowered and mm-hmm. and feel that way. And okay. Yes. So if you're feeling empowered, how do you show up? What do you do? Strong. Yeah. Strong. You stick with it. You and, come in confident. Yep. You, and, and this is probably where you will be reaching out for expert opinion, collaboration. I'm not saying those things are wrong, but if you're doing it from a panicked feeling or a belief that there's something that you don't know, you absolutely will not create the best case scenario. You want to be reaching out from a feeling of curious, a feeling of empowered, a feeling of collaboration, a feeling of, you know, do you see the difference? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's not a last straw. It's not a like a yeah. SOS. It's a this is just the next step, and we're just taking the next step, and we'll right. It out. And your results will reflect that dramatically, dramatically. So just notice. Ultimately, we want to go back to what the real problem is. The real problem is frustration. You now know how to feel empowered. They're both coming from thoughts about the exact same circumstance. The circumstance is the business. You can either, or, you know, marketing, you can either choose to think, I don't know what I don't know, which is going to create a problematic feeling of frustration. Or you can choose to think that I will figure it out just like I always have. And this is an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. which makes you feel empowered, which will have you showing up, doing, responding entirely different than this. It's yeah. so meta. And if you're following me, which I, I get how complex this is, you almost need to hear it multiple times. Sometimes for me, I have to draw it out. <laughs> That's why this all came to be <laughs> because I need to see it. I'm so visual. But I want you to recognize how convicted you were on the fact that I don't know what I don't know. That is a thought. That is not a circumstance. Yeah. No, thank you for spelling it out. Truly, all of it. You're so good at and revisiting and putting pinpoints on things. Because yeah, like that thought of I don't know what I don't know came from... 
a business podcast that I was listening to. And I don't even know if she meant it that way, but like how we can take it however we feel it fits at that moment for us. And sometimes it's positive. And then sometimes it's, it really works against us. Yeah. Well, and if you talk about marketing, I mean, that's like the oldest marketing technique in the book, making people feel like there's a scarcity, like that they're broken, make, touching on the pain point of that they're missing something and that I have everything that you're going to need. That's the best offer out there. Like that is, that is a hundred percent what creates sales. Every marketing advertising guru out there uses that technique. I'm here to tell you that it's fine. You can hire them and they probably do have a lot of value, but you absolutely do not want to hire them from a place of scarcity, lack, panic, you know, defeat, disappointment. You want to hire them from a place of empowerment, What is it that you're believing that's creating the feeling? That is what you have to know. That changes absolutely everything. That will 100% change the results that you're getting in your life, in your business, in your relationships. So I encourage you just keep looking at how that mind map is playing out for you. Recognize what it is that you're feeling and why. Okay. And then you can absolutely be intentional about it and recognize that you now know what you didn't know. Bottom line, you now know what you didn't know. You could use that as your thought, your takeaway right now, because what you didn't know is it was the feeling that was the problem, not the, not your lack of marketing skills. I feel like this is such a good opportunity to tell our listeners too, like, If we didn't talk today, this is another beautiful thing of coaching, how a thought can linger for a really long time and embed and like grow where to be able to talk it out loud and have you put kind of a hard stop to it and, and help me think in a different direction. Yeah. That now, and then that goes with the whole expediting of any process with a coach, because we don't sit in a spot too long and we don't dwell on something. We get to like speak it out loud and move on. So this is a beautiful thing of coaching. And thank you, Tracy, so much for doing this today. Well, thank you. I think that this has been, I think just so, um, you, you're very vulnerable and just so generous with your thoughts. And I think anybody could relate to this. So thank you so much. My pleasure. And we're going to do this again, right? Yes. Yes, for sure. We'll keep dragging everybody else along with us in this process and all these different seasons of life that bring up different questions and it'll look different next time we meet. So thank you. Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. We'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good.